All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Butterfly Effect Podcast. Hello. I'm Steph. <laughs> Did I come in too early? <laughs> this, time. this is why we give you cues. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Liz. <laughs> and we're your host for today. How are you today? Tired. <laughs> it's been a busy week. And how was our Thanksgiving? I mean, we had Thanksgiving together. Oh, I together. forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, we, we shared Thanksgiving because we live together, but... Um, let's let's talk about Thanksgiving real quick. How was it from it was, your perspective? I'll give my perspective. Okay, to be honest, this was the best Thanksgiving of my life. I agree. Not because of like, well, okay. So let me preface. Thanksgiving was at my sister's house this year. She hosted it, and um, so it's my sister's husband's family that comes over or that they share Thanksgiving with. So it's not really my it's not my immediate family at all. Um, so every year we would go to, over to like his aunt's house, (laughs) his aunt's house. And it was great. But this year my sister and him decided to host it and we just had to walk right over because they're our neighbors and it was really, (laughs) it was really good. It was. I had like a really good time. It was nice. Like just to see everybody. And I feel like mentally this was the best Thanksgiving for me ever. Normally around the holidays, I get like, I don't know if you would call it like holiday depression <laughs> right. or seasonal. I don't know. Right. But normally I, w- I am very like depressed, you know, stuff. Yeah. Very depressed on like every holiday, even like my birthday. Right. So, um, but no, I've been doing really well in my mind. So it was a really great Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, I, How about you? I would say I enjoyed this Thanksgiving. I mean, I hung out with Isaiah literally the entire Isaiah day. Isaiah is our three-year-old nephew. Our three-year-old nephew. Hung out with him literally the entire yeah, time. Yeah, you guys are inseparable. <laughs> so it was great. I mean, we talked. He shared some pretzels with me. Yeah. We we had a great conversation. We What did we talk about? We talked about the floats okay. this year. Um, he enjoyed the floats. We really enjoyed watching the parade. I, I really enjoyed the parade. I hate that. It's so boring. <laughs> I had such a great... Which I love the parade. All you do is just watch commercials the whole I time. I know. That's the one thing that I hate about the parade is the commercials, but yeah. they got to make money somehow. You know. That's true. Um, but other than that, no, it was really good. The food was amazing this year. The food was bomb. It was amazing. Everybody this year. liked my food. I was like, really? Oh my nervous. god! I know your little cheese balls things. They were really. Yeah, good. I don't know. I, had- I really liked it. You did? I loved it. And I'm normally, shocked. I'm very picky. You are. I was like, I wasn't even gonna have you try that because I'm like, I know you're not. I know. Like I it, remember so. when I saw it the night before. You were like, Ew. <laughs> no. I was like, okay. No, I was okay. like, so do you fry them? I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> fine, fine. You <laughs> literally <laughs> gagged. Um, at the sight of them, I was like, they look like meatballs, <laughs> like uncooked meatballs. Hi, <laughs> what is this? No, and but you, everybody and then, was and obsessed. Then I with saw them. your face, and I was like, no, but they look great. <laughs> I was like, I just slaved in here for like two hours. They were like two hours. You were in the kitchen, and uh, I walked over. and I'm like, what is this crap? <laughs> yeah, um, but it was amazing. It tasted. It tasted so yeah, good. Yeah, but this whole spread oh of my God, everything, everybody everything. brought something so good. Oh there God. was so much food, yet no leftovers, oh, get which is actually <laughs> offensive. <laughs> and your parents didn't even take home nobody Yo, Everybody knows that the best part of Thanksgiving is the next day I when know. you get to have the leftovers. And we didn't have Yo, any. We, we didn't were, get nothing. We were no so pumpkin giving even happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was great. Yeah, it was. It was a good and Thanksgiving. Then Black Friday was good. We went to the Black mall. Friday was a moment. Honestly, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't as overwhelming. It kind of felt like a normal like. It did just with like a lot more people. Mall. There, there wasn't like too much chaos. Right. No, there just was a lot of people. Yeah, it could have been also the area that we were in. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I got shoved a few times. Yeah, I didn't. Which I didn't really appreciate, but it's fine. Yeah. I understand people have places to go and they have things that they need to get done. Um, but other than that, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. We hope your uh, holiday was really beautiful. Yeah, good. let us know how it was. Yeah. We would love to hear about your holiday. What did you make? Oh my gosh. That's what I want to know. And what was did your you? favorite dish? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Did you, I was going to say, did you cook? Yeah. And what was your favorite dish? Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite dessert? My favorite dessert, again, is what you made. That little dip thing that you made. Oh, I hated it. I love that. That was fantastic. Thank you. There were so many things there that I was like, this is pretty good. I ate so much. 
I, I ate more I like didn't eat that much finger food yes. than I did the actual meal. I had meal. like ap- a bunch of appetizers yeah. or hors d'oeuvres. I don't oh, know how to yeah. say it. Yeah, and then dessert. I had more of that than no, I, I did like actual dinner. I had like maybe a little bit of dinner. Yeah, I didn't. I genuinely didn't eat that much. Right. So I'm excited about today's topic. Um, it's something that's actually. We actually just had this conversation before we started the podcast. Yeah. And for me personally, it's it's knowing the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. And so what, what we mean by season, you, you can name it like the place that you're in and the space um, that you're in at this point of your life and understanding like the importance of it and understanding like where you're at and what you're ready for, and what you're not ready for. Right. right. Um, and like how important those things are um, and how not knowing the season you're in, how it can affect you. And so we have like personal, I guess, stories, you, yeah. you can say, that that we want to share with you guys today regarding like knowing the season yeah. that you're in. What I've noticed is that I I never used to be a self-aware person, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've never used to be the person that's like, okay, what season am I in? Why am I feeling these things? What got me to start thinking in that direction as I was reading Third John um, 1, 2, and it says... Um, I hope John's writing this. He says, I hope all is well with you and that you are healthy in body as you are strong in the spirit. And other versions say like that you're, that you're, I hope that you prosper, like your body prosper just as your soul prospers. Mm. And like the word soul has to do with your, your mind and your emotions. Mm. So I hope that your mind and your emotions prosper. And if that's prospering, then everything around you will begin to prosper. And so like, it's this, like, it's this verse of like, are you prospering in your emotions? Are you prospering in your mind? Do you know where you're at? Um, and I think that's so important to to learn is like, am I prospering in these areas of my life so that everything around me can also prosper? And so I just started to learn like, okay, where am I? Where's what season am be I in? Be very attentive. Yeah, be very attentive to what I need and where I'm at in in my life. Yep. And, I, and, I've, and I've noticed that when I started doing that, I started to be happier I I found Uh more joy I was able to communicate better Mm -hmm. like this is where I am this is where I'm not this is what I can do like for people because I'm aware of what season I'm in I think like being aware of the season that you're in it kind of makes you um appreciate the things that happened in the past the season that you came from and it also makes you look forward to the season to come right that's why that's personally why I enjoy like knowing the season that I'm in because Mm. also I'm a very orderly person (laughs) and I need to know like what my goal is it's almost like setting a goal for yourself in that season right Right. so I really I really enjoy like yeah setting a season yeah yeah (laughs) figuring it out figuring it out right right um yeah and I and I and I kind of want to share a story if that's okay please do um about like what what happens when you don't know what season you're in because you don't know what you're ready for and what you're not ready for. So I kind of just want to jump into it. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I think it's been, was it two years ago? Three years, maybe. I think three, three years Mm -hmm. ago, maybe I decided, or I was, I, I don't know (laughs) if it was my decision. I don't know. I I think it might have been a little bit mutual. I think it was a mutual thing. I think your heart was just open to Right, right, right. I think it was a mutual thing where I was like, I want to go to Costa Rica. We knew missionaries that were based in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And in my heart, I wanted to, I wanted to go because of we were family friends. We really knew each other. I was going to trusted them. I trusted them. Yeah. I was going to be going with another uh, friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't going to be by myself. Um, and I had such an amazing experience in Belgium that I was like, yeah, I you definitely have to share that story stuff. There has to be a whole podcast on, <laughs> on Belgium. Like this video. If you want Stephanie to share <laughs> her Belgium story, <laughs> my Belgium experience. Oh my God. Wild. It's amazing. Sorry. Um, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a really great experience in Belgium and I was like, yeah, I would love to have kind of this experience in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point in my life, I'm a youth pastor and I'm just kind of feeling like a transition happening in my life, but I don't really have the words for it. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Again, I don't know what season I'm in. So I'm, I'm kind of feeling this, this transition happen. And I'm like, okay, like maybe it's the missions field. Maybe mm-hmm. God is transitioning me into the missions field, you know? And so I start gearing towards that. I'm right. going to go on the missions field. You know, like we spoke with the leaders, um, even the leaders that were over me. And they were like, absolutely. Like, this is it. We need to send you to Costa yeah. Rica. You have to go. Um, and so it kind of felt like the stars were alive. Like it felt like the it felt perfect. It felt perfect. Like everything was falling into place. I got all my funding. If anything, your family, I guess, I think funded my entire trip. <laughs> I remember like that, in a yeah. day. Right. It was like, Sam, yeah. Micah, you were on the phone with me. I remember it. Um, and like it felt like everything was like perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I still had that hint of like check in my spirit like, that hmm. was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be going on this trip. Mm. Um, But I was like, oh, but it's okay. Like, you know, like I'm supposed to do it. Like, I don't know. I'm feeling a transition, but I don't know what this transition is. So I think this is it. And I'm just going to go. It's just fear. Because, you know, like I don't like flying. Anyone that knows me knows that airports flying like and that's part of my Belgium trip where like I almost turned around. (laughs) Like I was like, I can't do this. My anxiety is so bad that like you like I'm like, maybe it's that. Right. You know, like maybe that's what's happening is I'm feeling this fear. And so in the meantime, while preparing for this trip, I'm also leading the youth. And I remember, <laughs> I would never forget this. We were having a parent night where we mm. were kind of, it was in your house upstairs. And we were kind of explaining to the parents, like, this is what we're doing with your teenagers. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, this is the progress that we've made. This is what to look forward to into the next coming months, like things like that. And we prayed over the parents, all the leaders, and then the parents prayed over the leaders. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it was a really great night. And I remember one of the parents, she came up to me and she was like, the Lord says to you, America first and then the nations. You're not supposed to be leaving America. Ooh, and I remember and I, this is like a month before I was supposed to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. And I remember and I sat there and I was like, amen. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I was like, what does that mean? Like, what? Like, OK. okay <laughs> and I remember saying like, no, like that's and I knew I just knew in that moment, like, I don't think I'm supposed to be going you felt on that the, like correction, that correction. Yeah. Like kind of that shift. But then at the same time, I'm like, I also kind of feel like I'm not supposed to be doing youth anymore. OK. Yeah. But like, I thought this was it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and not that I wasn't praying about, okay, Lord, where do you want me? I'm just such a jump in kind of a girl yeah. that if I'm like, and this is where I learned, like, not every opportunity, not every good opportunity is a God opportunity. Right. I learned that lesson in this season right. um, because I'm like, this is a good opportunity. Why wouldn't it be God? Right. Right. Yeah. Like it's good. Like there's nothing wrong here. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a good place for me to, you know, like start. It's a good place for me to kind of continue to go into the nations. It's a great experience. Yeah. I know the people like it's you're, a, you're safe. I'm like, safe. In like, all forms. Right. It's a good opportunity. Secure. Yeah. It's a good opportunity for me. And I learned that, again, like not every good opportunity is a God opportunity. So. I kind of ignore the feelings that I've been feeling and I've kind of ignored the entire, like, you know, that, that word. Yeah. the check. Um, and I'm just like, okay, like I'm just going to go, you know? Right. And, and the same time my friend went a month before me and I'm, we're getting phone calls in and she's just explaining like, this isn't going good. It's tough. Like it's really tough here. Like there's a lot going wrong. And Oof. like that should have been like the sign like Stephanie do not go. Yeah, I rem- I remember that. Yeah. And I know like you as a friend cuz right. you two were you were very close and I remember you being like I need to like like I can't I can't back out. I can't back out. And like I need to go help my friend. Right. Right cuz I felt like she was getting beat up. Cuz she was up. stuck. She was in stuck. a sense. Right. And like we still she still had like four more months. Yeah, she had a whole month. <laughs> she was No, there. she had how many months? She was there in May. I was leaving in June. Oh, you and mean we weeks. had the summer. You mean weeks. I don't know. You got you were you she, were gone well, she was there in May and it was like I was flying out June first. So from okay. the ending of May and she still had June, July, August. Oh. 
and I had June, oh July, August. Oh my gosh, August. I forgot. Okay, so I totally yeah. forgot the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, yes, you're right. correct. She had like three more months She left. had like three more months left. So like, I was oh like, I'm not going to leave her out there for three months. Right. Like, she's going to come back yeah. in August. You know what I'm saying? And we made these plans. Like, we were going to go. go like, we were going to go. You know what I'm saying? Um, we had like it all planned out, you know, we were yeah. going to go into the villages and this, that, there. we mm-hmm. bought, we bought the equipment, like we bought everything. I yeah, was like, were we were ready to go. You really invested in yeah. that. And I remember like maybe a few days before I left, I was in staff meeting and they were like, are you even excited to go? Mm. And I was like, no, <laughs> that's yeah, what I said. I remember because this is when you and I became friends. actual friends. Yeah. yeah. Cause it went from us kind of in a sense being like coworkers mm-hmm. to like friends. Right. And I remember you just like expressing to me like, "Eh, I don't really care to go. I'm just kind of going to go. Right. I'm like, I'm just going to go to go. Like, I'm I'm too far in now. Yeah. So they knew that I didn't want to go. Like everyone, it was blatant. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing this now. Like, it's too late, though. That's what I felt. And I just want you guys to know, like, if you ever feel that it's never too late. Yeah. Like, it's okay to like be like, I got it wrong. You know, because yeah. yeah. there was a little bit of pride there where I was like, I didn't want to say like, may, mm. maybe I heard wrong. Maybe I got it wrong, you know. So I fly out June 1st and my flight there was fine. Like I met with this lady who was a witch. Like she sat right next Love to that. me. It was it was fine. Like <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. But when I landed, I I went through customs and I met with the missionaries and I just knew like uh oh like this is not gonna go well so we I land there um, I meet with the missionaries and I just feel this thing inside of me like I don't think I'm supposed to be here hmm. you know I I don't know if this is something I'm supposed to be doing so we get to the house like it was this hmm. awkward just thing where it was like she didn't come to any of the meetings. There was this weird, like, like she wasn't invited to the meetings. Yes, okay. Yes, it was like weird. Okay, and, and so I, I go to the meetings, and it's like all of a sudden they're like, "You're gonna preach," and I'm <laughs> like, "Okay," and they're like, "You're you're gonna preach on the Holy Spirit." Um, it needs to be translated in Spanish and you need to just do it. And I'm like, even though I, you speak Spanish. Right. But I've never preached in Spanish. Okay. That's a whole different animal. Is it really? I Absolutely. don't know how that works. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a little bit more difficult than me holding a conversation with you. Interesting. Um, and so I'm like, oh, and like the Spanish that they speak in Costa Rica is different than the Spanish that my parents taught me. Okay. Um, so I'm like, some words don't mean anything in costa rica that they do okay from what i'm taught so i'm like okay like i'm going to do that you know what i'm saying as the days kind of unfolded i'm preparing to preach i'm sitting with like a spanish translator well actually that's not true because i feel like when you're facing something that you know you're called to or called to be doing you have like faith like this deep faith that like comes up out of nowhere right and there's like a sense of joy and yeah. favor with the lord that's there but yeah. like when you're involved in something that, that you're like, not supposed to be a part yes. of it's like death all around it's death all around okay. and that's what it started to feel like yeah i think i was there maybe two weeks mm-hmm. um and two and a I, half i think maybe. and i woke up one day and i was just crying mm. and i remember just like being like god you need to get me out of here Mm. and like and I was just well like weeping like I, I don't want to be here anymore like I want to go home like I need to go home and it wasn't you didn't want to leave because it of was the circumstance. hard or no, anything I didn't care about that I mean <sighs> like in Belgium we slept on the floor like I didn't yeah. I like it, it like my circumstances in Belgium were were worse worse. yeah Yeah. so it wasn't because it was like i was uncomfortable or because it was it just felt like death it Mm. just felt like i'm not supposed to be here something's not right i want to go home yeah um and i don't i normally don't feel those things like it's not it's Mm. very rare for me to feel that that feeling feeling. and the issue is i'm six seven hours away oh my god like i'm I'm in a different country yeah you get what i'm saying so i'm like praying like god like please and then what ended up happening was is th- my my pastor at the time got wind that things were just not going good. Also, I I feel like things weren't really going well between you and the missionaries as well. Right, was there like was just so much tension, tension yeah. all around. Yeah, he got wind and they ended up pulling us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the flight home was like even awkward and worse because yeah. they have to now drive us home because it's like you were scheduled to be here three, four months. You're going home two and a half weeks, me Eesh. and her. Yeah. She was there for a month and it was like, it was just, it was just bad Weird. all around. Just bad, bad, bad. Could have been avoided had I listened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you were warned. I was warned. Yeah. And on the flight home, I remember just sitting there and like just praying and just like the flight home took like maybe eight, nine hours okay. because we got like stranded on the map <laughs> because of some issues. It was just um, <laughs> odd nightmare. Yeah. Um, so we finally come home and like on, on the on the flight, I remember being like, God, I don't understand like mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand what happened. I don't understand how things went south so quickly. I don't understand like what's going on and why I was feeling the things that I was feeling like was I not supposed to go and and the Lord clearly was like no. Right. I never said yes to that. If anything, your season was a season of rest. Mm. And so I step off the plane and I'm like oh my goodness, I I'm in a season of of I'm not supposed to be doing ministry at all. And I didn't listen. No, you didn't. <laughs> I get right back into ministry. If anything, I take on even, even more, more ministry. Yeah. And it, then it continues to like, just like kill things inside of me. And then I'm dealing with like, and I said it, I said, I remember sitting with a leader and being like, I feel like I died in Costa Rica. Mm. Like, I feel like something died in something, me out there. Yeah, something. Like something happened in Costa Rica that was not supposed to happen. I didn't understand like, okay, stuff like it's time to slow down. And I remember saying, I never really processed it. And I remember saying to the mission, to the, to one of my leaders, um, like, I feel like something died in me in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like something, um, something wrong happened. Um, and they were like, well, did you know, like if it was your season or your time to go there i was like well i was told that i was supposed to at some point go to costa rica they were like (laughs) yeah but was that the time for it um and i was like i don't think so and they were like well that that's what happens um and so like i learned a really hard lesson during those seasons of like doing youth doing young adults and then going on the missions field um when it was no longer my time to do those things yeah I believe it was my time. And then I believe that the season of me doing those things ended. Right. But I didn't know how to communicate that. I didn't know how to how to actually be like, I think I'm transitioning out of here. Well, to be honest, though, like the place that we were serving at, there was no such thing as that. Right. Like you, there's no such thing as season. Like you're just kind of stuck. You stay there. Right, right. Until you die. Right. And mm-hmm. I think what I've learned is like, is how unhealthy that mentality is Um, because we can do that. Like as, as I can speak from like a ministry perspective, like we tend to do ministry because we're afraid that like, if they're, if I don't do it, who will? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if I don't do this, who's going to do it? And I remember having the conversation with Sam Lopez and Charlie and they were, they were my leaders at Hope Center, the church that I grew up in. And I remember you were there and I remember me telling him that where he was like stuff like are you supposed to be doing this this is after <laughs> Costa Rica mm-hmm. I'm now doing youth and young adults yeah. um, and I'm dying like I'm just exhausted I'm not okay I'm just dying I know I'm not supposed to be doing this anymore I don't know what to do about that I know I'm supposed to be resting but I don't I don't know how to talk about it I've never I never knew that I could you yeah. know um, and so what I end up, he ends up saying to me, like, Steph, like, are you supposed to be doing this anymore? And I'm like, well, if I don't, who will? And he's like, how are you, how do you think that? And I remember he said, Stephanie, if you're filling someone else's role, you're not giving another person the ability to do it because they're like, oh, well, Steph is already taking on that position, even mm-hmm. though I'm supposed to be there. Dang. I can't because Steph is standing in that position when I have no business standing in that position. Yeah. And I remember sitting there and I remember being so mad at him. Like, well, like, then what am I supposed to do? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, how do I, like, if I stop doing this, then I have nothing else to look forward to. Like, I have nothing else. This is all I know is ministry, ministry, ministry. Um, and then as I started to, like, just study and, I broke down third John yeah. um, one about like, well, if, if 
your health is if your if your mind if your soul is prospering then everything around you will prosper it's true um you will prosper just as your soul prospers it's so true and i remember breaking it down and and like learning what exactly it meant and i remember being like i'm not prospering and i remember at this time at this point was when everything was happening with sam and micah mm. um where they were in their their season of leaving and i remember sitting with micah and being like micah it's 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 important for us to understand our seasons. And that's when yeah. I started to learn yeah. um, seasons. And I said, Micah, it's your season to, to rest. It's your season to step down. Like you're exhausted. And like, I think at that point, I think all of us were just we exhausted. Were so burnt, burnt out. Just burnt. And I remember like everything happened with the church. We ended up leaving. And I remember the Lord saying to me, now you understand why it's important for you to know what season you're in. Mm. I never asked those things of you. Mm. And when I was in Belgium, and this will always stay with me, one of the missionaries, he said to me, Stephanie, you can be an amazing speaker, but God could require you to be his hands and feet at that time. And you can say, no, but I want to speak. I want to speak. When you get to heaven, God will say to you, I never asked you to do that. What I asked you is to be my hands and feet. Right. Um, and he was like, just be careful. I remember them saying that to me, be careful because I'm such a like, Oh, all in, all in, I'll help, I'll help, I'll help, I'll serve kind of an individual that they were the ones that were like, you need to know what is required of you from heaven yeah. and what is not required of you from heaven. And so I really brought that in with me as I continue to, to heal and rebuild, like, okay, God, like what, what season am I in? And so for, for a period, it was a season of rest. I just rested. I didn't do any ministry. I didn't counsel. I did nothing. Mm -hmm. I, I, I did nothing. I didn't do anything um, when it came to like ministry and serving and anything. And then it was like a season of, of healing. And it was like, okay, now let's dig up all of this stuff. And like, I remember while we were in those seasons, like while I was in the season of healing, I had to be like, okay, what's happening here? Right. Like I'm feeling angry. I'm depressed and I'm mad. Why? And I had to be like, oh, we're healing. Yeah. You I know? Guess, yeah. Like, I feel like knowing your season is just so important in general. And also knowing, I feel like there's like a transitional season as well. Mm -hmm. As like, cause you know, there's, there's summer and there's winter and then there's spring mm -hmm. and there's fall and spring and fall are normally like the very transitional period right until like the longer season right and i feel like it's important for you to understand that transitional period um like that transitional season just as much as it's important for you to understand the long-term right. seasonal period right so like when we were at the old church that we were going to there was a season where i um i don't really remember what was happening this is before i went to bethel right um why I wanted to go to Bethel? Why? Because well, you wanted to do BSSM. Yeah. Okay. Because I was at this place at this place in my life where I was probably twenty. I had just mm -hmm. turned twenty, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, I don't know what I want to do. All this, blah blah blah. You know, the typical twenty year old. Right. Um, and I was like, I'm just gonna go to like school. BSSM specifically. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go. And like BSSM is a one year for school. people who don't know. Yeah. And I was going to go for like the three year program. Well, at least try to go for the three year program. And so you suggested that I go because you're a great friend and you know me. <laughs> you know me very well. You're like, why don't you just go to Worship You, which is what Bethel puts on for worship leaders and songwriters and musicians and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's a two week, two and a half week, two and a half um, week. program. Mm -hmm out in california and i was like okay yeah i was like let's just get your feet wet like yeah, you don't even know if you, you like knew, you knew that i wasn't gonna like i it. did yeah because i like like <laughs> one you've never even flown by yourself anywhere let alone i was gonna like, go alone yeah and i'm like God you don't mercy. even know what reading is like right 
Like right. you don't know like what that plate, you don't even know if you're going to like it. So you're yeah. going to spend thousands of dollars for a year's school. Honestly, and I would have probably had to have gotten my high school diploma. For those of you who don't know, I actually dropped out of high school um, like <laughs> two weeks before junior year was over. Right. That's a whole story that I could probably share one of these days. But that's a very vulnerable story. But um, yeah, so I would have probably had to have gotten my high school diploma or GED on top of going right to the school which right. would have been like a whole more money yeah. and like yeah a whole other thing and so like i was like i don't i don't and i'm know. an extremist so i'm like you i'm just are, gonna go yeah <laughs> i'm gonna move my entire life out to california and i'm like girl you yeah. don't even like the heat sometimes yeah, no, like no, that no, place no. is dead hot yeah so i was like let's just just do the worship you yeah see how you feel mm -hmm. and then if you love it go to bssm right this is why it's very important to know that the season that you're going into is as right. well as knowing the one that you're coming out of all that which is what right. i think transitional seasons are yeah it kind of gives you that yeah. that that space to yeah, figure, to it, figure out. it out so i did not do that <laughs> but i also didn't know the importance of figuring that out and so you and i both went to bethel and this was actually after everything happened literally directly after yeah i think a month later a month oh later. no 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 like two weeks later, because I was still talking to some of the people who I was going to the church with, the mm -hmm. old church. And so, um, yeah, this was directly after everything happened. So I was not in a good <laughs> space, but we put in all this money, <laughs> all this money. Again. <laughs> and we planned out everything. We got mm. an Airbnb. Everything was planned out. And we were not about to cancel that. Also, kudos to you. You're an incredible friend for like <laughs> going out with me. And you, you weren't going to the school, to the worship you. You were just going to go and just like chill at the church. Yeah, to support you. So we go and I'm in this space where I'm like, I really need a breakthrough. I just need Jesus. I need yeah. Jesus because of the period that I had. I was in a very, very dark space. And I thought that this was going to be the thing that got me out of what I was going through. Right. And I was very wrong about that. Right. <laughs> so I went, we went to Bethel and I went to the first class and um, got up and left <laughs> in the right after the worship set. Yeah, I was sitting outside. I was like, what the I heck? got up and left and I sat down. I was like, Seth, no. I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. I'm not supposed to be here. Right. After all that money, all that traveling, like a very long time of traveling. Right. And um, then we were stuck there for two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> In Reading. If you... Uh, Reading's just a... Okay, like... I don't know if it was just the area that we were in, but I don't think it was the area that we were in. Stuff. Tough. It was tough. It was like zombie apocalypse Drug type addicts, of weird situation, which is just... fine. It's just like not safe for two young girls to be there. And plus we didn't have a car. So we were Ubering everywhere with all these creepy people. It was just weird. <laughs> um, but I remember that was like that trip actually did so much more harm to me than, than it, should have right, right. <laughs> because of the situation like because of where i was at mentally like i didn't want to be a worship leader anymore i did not want anything to do with music and yet i'm going to a music school basically right. for two weeks right. an intensive where there's classes and you know i'm surrounded by people who are just like I'm doing amazing spiritually or in this really great, well, supposedly I know a lot of people show face, right. but like, that's what I was getting. And like, it was really, really tough for me to like sit in this room of people who are on fire for God, who are just happy to be there, excited. And I'm like, what am I not getting here? Right. Like what am, why am I not being touched by God? Right. Like what's wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? Like, but it was just not the season for me to be at that place. Right. Now I believe that if I were to go there now, I think I would have a good time. Like right. I would actually go to the classes. Like right. I had so much anxiety that I couldn't, I couldn't go to the classes. Right. We would show up to get the food. <laughs> the lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you tried though. Like there were times where I you walked so into the services and you genuinely tried. Like, you yeah. sat through some of the words and like which like I'm I'm proud of you because like normally so it, it, I knew how hard it was for you and you did try it wasn't that you'd like copped out no like no, you I, I, I saw you really put your best foot forward Thank you. and, and like in that moment like like looking back at it like what you needed was a season of healing 
yeah what you needed yeah what you needed was like peace and just someone to come over you and just remind you of whose you are yeah and And in that and in that school that's not necessarily what they're designed for it's not that that's their fault they're just not that school that specific program isn't designed to do that and that's fine right it's totally fine and so like you need healing but you're going to a school to be trained right and i remember like it's it's where i don't know i was sitting and amanda cook was leading worship and like the helsers hesslers helsers yeah they're amazing yeah and i remember he was saying oh they were singing um uh, what's the song that's on the radio now? I'll raise a yes. hallelujah. Okay. They, were, they had just, that was the first time they ever sang that song. Right. And the song I think that they were singing there, that version is the one that they play on the radio, which mm-hmm. is pretty dope. Anyway, <laughs> but I remember there's this segment that they cut off, cut out of the song, obviously. So I don't know if a lot of people heard it, but if you go on YouTube, you can probably hear it. And um, Jonathan, I believe his name is, mm-hmm. um, I was sitting there just like, mis- I was just not miserable. I was just so dead and I just needed, I needed to be loved on and I needed someone to just like pray for me. Hold you. <laughs> Hold me, love me. Right. And he was like, oh gosh, he was like, um, um, it like even saying it, it just like brings me back to the moment. He was saying how, um, he can't sing my song for me. Like he was like, I can't sing my song for you. Like you have to get up and you have to sing it. And like, I agree with what he was saying, but me like at that place, I was like, but I don't have anything in me to sing. Need like, to I need somebody you. to sing for me because of how broken I am. Right. Like this isn't a moment of me being complacent and me just not caring about myself. I'm so damaged that I need somebody to, to pick up my sword and fight for me. Right. Like I'm not at that space. And I remember like getting up and walking out and being like, yeah, this is not good. This isn't for me. Yeah, yeah. This is not for me. And like looking back on it, like I totally agree with, I get what he, where he was coming from in that scenario. Right. But, um, yeah, it was like, the one thing you probably should not have said to me and it just like tipped me over the edge right and um which is where I actually get the like I got this whole revelation of like how I feel like now coming out of that whole season from last year year and a half ago like how I want to be able to be a voice for the people don't that don't have one and like how can you expect somebody to pick up their sword when they don't have arms right you know what I mean so I want to be that for somebody and it was kind of in that moment that I that that kind of light bulb switched on for me that I was like, okay, maybe this is my calling, but not right now. Maybe my calling is to just be a voice for the people who don't have one. A voice you know for what the I mean? voiceless. Yeah, literally that. Um, or until they have, they have enough courage to use their own. But um, yeah, so that's my story on yeah. why seasons are really important to yeah. follow because you can do so much more damage to yourself and your soul, your body, all of that. Right. Your relationships, like we weren't even like doing that well. Like our friendship, our friendship yeah. was just, it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. All because that dang trip, bro. Yeah, and and again, like, like it's hard I would say if you don't know like that you can do that because we didn't yeah. know like right. how to do that or if it was something that was possible. Wait, what are you talking about? Like identifying like what oh, season yes, 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 yes. Like okay. I, we didn't know that that was something that we that was that we could do. That you're supposed to do. That in you're a supposed sense. to yeah. do. Yeah, like being able to say like no, like right now I can't be a voice for you or I can't lift my voice because I'm hurting. Right. And like learning to communicate that. Right. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned personally. Right. And I, I don't know, would you say that you learned that? Yeah. Like learn to identify like, I'm sorry, I, I can't counsel you right now. Right. I'm hurting. I'm sorry, I can't do this. I can't give you this right now. I know you want me to sing. I know you want me to lead worship. I know you want me to dance. I know you want me to, to play. I know you want me to do these things, but I can't do it right now because this is where I'm at in this season. Like I'm But laying- it's almost not like I can't. It's almost like, well, that's not the season God's calling me to right now. Right. But in a sense, you can't yeah. do it because yeah. even you would, like in last episode, you said like my voice was like not working. Yeah. Like it gets, to a point where you stop functioning yeah you yeah. get what i'm saying like yeah. you stop functioning and so like it's like the sense of like i 
I can't do it. Like I physically cannot. Or like the Lord said to me, no, I, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be doing mm-hmm. that right now. Like, like Psalm 23, am I supposed to be laying in green pastures? Mm-hmm. Like, am I supposed to be just be laying there? Or am I supposed to be led by still waters? Like, what? Where am I supposed to be? be being, am I supposed to be moving with you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Am I supposed to be laying, or am I supposed to be moving? Am I in the valley? Right. Right. I, I believe, like, I, you and I have spoken to some people who are in ministry, but this isn't just have to do with ministry. But no. our stories have to do with ministry, right. so that's w- the only place that I can really speak on from experience mm-hmm. but we've spoken to people who are in ministry and they were telling us like i'm exhausted yeah i need to stop um but i can't right because if i don't do it who will who will yeah but that like that's not up to you to find somebody to to put to right you are not god fill your your spot you're not god and here's yeah. the thing like the father is the one that gave you that space exactly and if the father is asking you to take a season of rest that means that he has already had someone in mind to take that space while you're resting exactly and that there's a vital reason for you to be resting because the rest or or or, or the transition or whatever it is if he's asking you to step down the reason for it is because he's getting ready to bring you into a new season mm-hmm. bring you into it's it's important for you to know that yeah. and there's some things that he wants to teach you in the midst but can't because you are holding a position that he's calling you from mm-hmm. does that make sense and so like and this it, this could be with a job too mm-hmm. like a lot of the times people are miserable in their job well is your season up for that job are you still supposed to be there mm-hmm. or even relationships like we we're gonna do a segment on relationships mm-hmm. like sometimes the friendship is over yeah. sometimes the season for that friendship is up or the season for that relationship is up that was a seasonal thing and the lord allowed it for a season but it's time to move on right. and that's some things that i've experienced personally yeah. because i'm such a like everyone in my life i'm like keep keep keep, keep. Yeah. you know what i'm saying that when the season of it is up i felt i would feel like well they abandoned me right. and the lord was like no 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 they were there for a season right it wasn't a forever thing there will be forever friends. Right. but not every person in your life is a forever friend yep. it's a seasonal thing and it's important to learn who is in here for this season and who's in here for forever who's with me for this is this job a forever job or is this job just a seasonal job right. is this ministry that i'm doing is this a forever thing or does the lord have me here for this appointed time right. whatever it is it's well with my soul but it's important to understand that sometimes things are seasonal and it doesn't necessarily mean that you did anything wrong wrong right because i think what ends up happening is is like we say things like well what did i do wrong that the lord removed me Mm -hmm. from there that the lord is asking me to step down but that the lord is saying not right now right um what did i do wrong we think of ourselves as like a failure right we do and i remember we we did bethesda which was a church that we're we were planting and i remember the lord saying to me like it's not the time yet Mm. it's not the time yet and I was like, like mm-hmm. so confused, you know? Yep. And I remember the Lord saying, remember, the time is a time of healing, not the time of ministry yet. And I still do Bible studies, yeah. you know? Um, but like, I remember stepping back and I felt like a failure. Yeah. Like I felt like I failed. And I remember the Lord speaking to my heart and being like, and it, and it was actually, it came through you, like where you were like, I, it was recently actually. Um, and it was like, you didn't fail. It just is going to look differently. Mm-hmm. And like in time, we will understand why. And like we were talking, we saw Charlie this weekend. We were talking to Charlie about it too. And one of the things that, I, that we said was like, it's important to know like when you're coming out of a season, what you learned in the season yep. prior. Yep. And what you can add into this season, yep. whether you're in a season of rest or whether you're in a season of sometimes we could be in a season of warring. Oh, God. Right. There's different seasons, yeah. which I think we should get into. Sure. You know, like there could be a season of warring or you need to well, get there was your- that season that um, you and I both collectively were like warring for my family. Mm-hmm. This is a while ago, mm-hmm. probably three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And um, that was really hard. I constantly like <laughs> that was tough praying we were fasting but like 
that was a seasonal thing. It was. And we genuinely saw breakthrough. We like, saw breakthrough. My family, like, my relationship with them has all been completely mended because of that season. Yeah. There was like a lot Like, me and of- my sister, Sam, you know, girl. We were, we were going through it, sweetie. We were, we were like, a, not on speaking terms. And, like, if people know Sam and I, like, what? You know what I right. mean? Um, so, yeah. There's a warring season for that. There's warring seasons. There's seasons. When of- my brother... <laughs> My when brother, your brother was, dying. was dying, we yeah. stormed heaven. Yeah. There's there's seasons where you need to war, where you yeah. need to cry out to God, where there needs to be prayer, there needs to be that fervent prayer. Um and then there's season where it's silence. Yeah. I love that those are my favorite. Those seasons mm-hmm. scare the crap out of those me. Those are my favorite. And like if you don't know that that's the season that you're in spiritually with the father, you're going to think that God stopped speaking to you. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? This yeah. is why it's so important. Yeah. Cause you're going to think like, why did heaven stop speaking? But in the silence, like, like your mom, your mom always says this, where she says in quiet right. and confidence, confidence is your strength. strength. And it's like this sense of like, why is the Lord quiet? Mm. Right. But if I'm confident in him, the whole book of Esther is just God. Silence. Like being the silence silent. of God. Yeah. If I'm confident in him, that even in his silence, I know he is for me. Yeah. Right. But like, if I don't know that I'm in that season, I'm going to think I did something wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then there's seasons of like absolute just worship and rejoice yeah. and blow the trumpet in Zion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's different seasons for everything. And like, it's important to like, and I'm not saying take everything like so serious and no. da, da, da. Like there's a balance just there. Know. But, just but know where you're at. To be know aware. Where, yeah. It's important to be aware of like where you're at and where you're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not here, but I am here. I can't right. do this, but I can do this. You know what I'm saying? And and it's okay to, to say those things. There's no shame there. If anything, the Lord wants you to be able to say those things. What season would you say you're in? Um, I'm, I, ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like letting everything kind of fall into place for me mm-hmm. to be able to be like, okay, like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm not doing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of in this weird like transition period because I went from doing no ministry to full-time ministry to now no longer doing full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. So it's like a like, constant like a shift in mm-hmm. like, okay, now I'm doing something different. Um, and that's hard for me. Yeah. Like change is really hard for me because of everything has changed so drastically in my life. Yep. Like changes are so drastic for me. So I would say I'm in like, I'm in a, like a transition period of like, okay, God, like I'm working towards a certain goal, but I don't know what goal it is yet. Okay. Does that make sense? So you're trying to like, I know that there's something that God wants to do with me through the school I'm working with. Mm hmm. Like, I know there's something significant that the Lord wants to do through me there. But I also know that the Lord also wants me to start preparing myself for what he's called me to do. Right. Not that the school isn't what he was called me to do, but there's two avenues. I feel like I'm like stretched in two different spaces. Okay. So I'm like trying to figure out how to do that and like the job okay aspect does that make sense like my full-time calling and then my job right you get what i'm saying like how am i supposed to do the two so i'm i'm in this weird space of like trying to figure that out i guess Mm. how about you i think i'm in like a season of it's tough because there's nothing going wrong Mm -hmm. there's no issues that need to be tackled (laughs) um i feel the first word that comes to mind is like reflective. Okay. I, I I feel this need to really ponder on what I learned in the past two years mm. and start taking what I learned and like really applying it right to my present day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like, but also knowing that there's so much more to learn and, and gearing myself up to be corrected and um, be taught um new things right so yeah i don't know i feel maybe in a i'm I'm still in a learning a learning period i think yeah yeah. because even with like my music and stuff i'm still learning my sound and i'm still learning how i like to write and like trying to figure all that out right so i i feel like i'm in like a learning 
season. Right. Yeah. Like I might want to go and get my high school diploma and or I might want to take online classes out of like theology or right. you know stuff like that. So yeah. I'm in like a learning period. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm my future is starting. Yeah, that's why I'm like let me reflect on yeah. what's happened and let me make sure I learn what I need to learn right in the present yeah. day because yeah. I know it's it's happening soon. Yeah, I feel like mine has already started. It has. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm in it. Like I stepped into it. You already it. have things like aligned that you're like what? right. Right, that I'm like, "Oh, this is the Lord." You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um and and this time, guys, I know it's a God opportunity, not just a good opportunity. Yeah, no, it's like legit a God opportunity. A God opportunity, like God. We're going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we soon. can talk about it soon. But yeah, like I, I feel like I'm stepping into it. So it's like this, like I'm almost careful because mm. I'm like, okay, like I'm doing this right now, but I know that the Lord is aligning things for me to do that. Mm. So how do these two correlate? You right, get what I'm saying? Right. Like like what's the purpose i know there's a reason for this but i also know there's a reason for this other thing so like okay god like how do these two meet in the middle like is it am i gonna meet someone through there like what is it that the lord is necessarily doing Mm -hmm. so i'm in like a weird transition of just like waiting and watching of like Mm -hmm. waiting to see what the lord is gonna do in these two areas and watching like it all unfold before me yeah so that's i guess that's what i can call as a way pastoral (laughs) (laughs) we're just like well we need to do ministry somewhere so (laughs) we just created a whole other avenue (laughs) for real though no i care I really love yeah, people. Yeah, I, re- I do too. Um, so yeah, like let us know. Make sure you guys comment. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Follow um, our Instagrams as well. <laughs> yeah, follow our Instagrams. DM us. Let us know where you guys are at. Let us know if you guys like this podcast. Mm-hmm. What do you like to hear? What do you want to hear? Yeah. If you want to hear about my story in Belgium, let me know. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, let me know um we love you guys so yes. so much thanks for hearing us out thanks for letting us share thanks yes. for for giving us the space and room to share if you want to be on here if you want to be a guest let us know we have a few lined up yeah. and we'll definitely schedule you in yeah we love you guys and we'll you? we'll hear you guys next week Bye-bye. what we'll see you guys next week <laughs> we won't hear we won't hear them we next will week. see you guys next week <laughs> we will talk we won't even see them we'll talk to you next week yes Jeez. oh god am i okay let's go to bed <laughs>